Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! When I wake up, well I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who so here we are this is this is episode 500 i thought uh i thought at least you would wait until the number 500 came up in the song (laughs) no come on everybody knows knows that song no one wants to hear the no one wants to hear the chorus (laughs) of that song let's be honest here's uh here's the fun part uh literally the only song with 500 in the in the title or prominently anywhere in the song, so we had to make some concessions for the rest of the music for this this, this uh, gala 500th episode. The show is going to be a stuff. slow countdown. <laughs> I am ironically 500 miles away. So there you go. If um, you add 9,000. If you add 9,000. Um, yeah. So we literally pulled out all of the stops to make this show happen. Yep. This yes. week. This is this is probably the most work. Uh, geek stuff has ever put into making sure a show goes off. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would. I could yeah, see that. Uh, I don't know. We we mm. we called in. We called in outside resources. We procured a laptop. We have all sorts of hardware. There's all kinds of extra cables and equipment here, and and a, yeah. and a live via satellite feed, live via Skype, and Instagram. So if I pull the curtain back a little, so am I in my own track or am I just like? part of the group how does that work no you, you are, are in, in your, your own, own track, track sir yeah oh yep. sweet so we can delete the whole thing and and you actually <laughs> won't even show up in the rest of the monitors like we completely erase the whole we, thing just mute you oh, the video feed just failed <laughs> <laughs> no i think the croc failed the croc did fail <laughs> see <laughs> what? uh anyway all righty we're gonna move forward with this show yeah let's because you know um, to do. We, uh, <laughs> you know what? We, we, we chose not to make uh, a huge ordeal out of the fact that it's 500, other than the fact that we've made it to 500. Right, which is a stellar in and of right. itself. Yeah. We've pulled all of the strings to make it happen. Yep. Uh, with Big Kev involved, of course, because it wouldn't be right to do the show without him. And Thank you. Uh, so we're going to call this one No Big Deal because that's, that's how we handle things. I dig that. At this program. But I will say that there was 
Um, there was a group of people that were really uh, a little upset that we didn't do anything. And my suggestion is that while it will be significantly past 500 in theory, I still think that we could do something for New York Comic Con. Yes. Oh, I was yeah. going to say the very same what, thing. Go out one of the nights, Thursday or Friday night. Everybody go to a bar, hang out, I, party in the booth. I think something. that's a grand – because the – the grand part of that idea is, is everybody from all over can come will, will they, be present. Right. So we have people that are that are big Kev's Geek Stuff fans that are not from New York that are that are coming from parts far and wide. Right. To come visit New York Comic Con, I think it's a great time to celebrate 500. A great time to celebrate 10 years. Yeah. Which was only last year. Yeah. 10. No, uh, 12. Like years? 13. No, I don't. I don't. Remember. No, no. I think. Yeah, I think we're on twelve. Or I thought we had a ten year not too long ago. Uh, no, my, uh, no, you're 12, no. The, our banner says ten plus years. Wow. Was or was no. ten years around when I first started? Uh, I think ten years is probably right around when you first started. You to put the uh, ten plus on there so we could continue using it. Yes, I didn't want it to be one and done. Well, then it'll be a good way to celebrate five hundred. There you go. There you go. With copious drink. So, yeah, so we are here. We are doing um, episode 500. We've got uh, a full show planned for you. Coke Logic has prepared um, an extended game stuff this week because, of course, uh, E3 is currently uh, or just wrapped up. Mm -hmm. So so that's going on. We got some product for segment two. A Um, lot of uh, very exciting things at E3, Uh, particularly, OG, I was thinking of you when I saw the Spider-Man game. Yes, I'm Mm. very excited for the Spider-Man game. I was excited for Smash Brothers to come out now that I am a Nintendo Switch owner. Um, That'll be nice. Um, Yeah, yes. I'm I'm excited for the next Fallout game. Looks very exciting. A lot of good stuff. Uh, Yeah, lots of good stuff. And Coke Logic, I know, covers it all at length uh, in in this week's game stuff. So, why don't we move forward then? Um, we are going to talk about one one bit of um, E3-related news, uh, and Coke Logic will probably talk about it too, but I wanted to bring it up because I felt like it really fell right in our world. Uh, and this is, of course, uh, Respawn's Star Wars game, which officially is going to be titled uh, Jedi, colon, Fallen Order. <laughs> Jedi, colon? Jedi, colon. Jedi, colon. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, The developer confirmed that the game will be taking place during the dark times, as Obi-Wan Kenobi mentioned in the original film, and is set between episodes three and four, as the Jedi Order is being hunted across the galaxy. Jedi Fallen Order will not be available this year, sadly, but is targeting a holiday 2019 release date. Um, Uh, Okay, so never. Yeah. No, but this look, that, that (laughs) that is a really ripe... Um, good time to mine as far as um, content. Uh, isn't the John Favreau series going to take place in that? In that, I believe so. Yes. Period as well. Mm-hmm. Or was Favreau? Fa- no, Favreau is between uh, is, is bridging the gap between, between six Jedi and, seven. and uh, Force Awakens. Okay, so yeah. so this is good. But um, what will tie into this? I suspect for those of you reading the Darth Vader comic, um, a large portion of that story is about Vader hunting down. Correct. Right. What Jedi are still around yeah. and, and, and eliminating them. And, of course, the Vader comic primarily takes place leading up to the events of New Hope. So and, and after, you know, uh, Sith. Right. So um, this is going to fall in that same time. What will they pull from the comic at all? Because the comic is canon. 
I don't they never say if this game is canon, although I was under the assumption that all new That's correct things coming out yeah. would be canon. All, uh, new, yeah. all new products and creations are considered to be in canon. So there you go. Yeah. Until they wipe it all away again. <laughs> until they change their mind again. So yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, you know, I'm not one of the and, and neither are you guys, I know. Uh we're not we're not part of the Star Wars hater fan club. Oh good god, no. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Did you guys talk about Solo and, and the hatred that's going around about that little flick? Yes, we did. We did last Ridiculous. week, and we talked about how it's uh, affecting the box office numbers and all sorts of other things. So It's ridiculous. That movie was awesome. I agree. Uh, I loved it. I don't care what anybody says about that movie. That movie was awesome. It, 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 it felt to me like a really good basis for the character that we enjoyed in the later films. I don't understand what the fucking beef is, but it seemed fine to me. And all the little Easter eggs and nods. Of yeah. course, we talked about the return of uh, Darth Maul. Um, I mean, it's it's amazing. I thought it was. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, the beef ultimately boils down to uh, to just the woundedness of these these screamers and criers. You know, I. Uh, and and the boycott angle of things. Yeah, I read another great article this past week that pretty much said um, that pretty much said uh, that um, what's happening with the Star Wars community right now is essentially that um, uh, people are finally starting to realize that Star Wars is meant for kids, and some people just aren't kids anymore and can't wrap their heads yep. around yep, yep, yep. the younger generation's take on what would work in a Star Wars universe. You know what these unappreciative bastards don't realize? And, OG, you can speak to this because of your age. Uh, there was a huge <laughs> swath of time where there was no new Star Wars content. The most new content you got was that awful – what was that Shizor? The Shadows <laughs> oh, of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. Yep. But I actually like Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. The book and is good. Was, other than novels – uh, which, which you know, were were mixed with regards to uh, uh, you know their reception or or and so forth. Other than that, there was nothing. It was a vast wasteland of God. I wish they would do anything. That's why even Shadows of the Empire did well because there was nothing else. You're just so desperate at that point to have anything that even Shizor was a welcome addition uh, uh, to, to the line, uh, to, to the canon, because you, you, at this point you'd have taken anything. Shizor. Yep. Who knew? Who knew? Shizor. <laughs> I haven't heard. That's a name I've not heard in a long time. All right. A long time. Let's, uh, let's move past Fallen Order for now. Um, Isaiah Mustafa has been cast as the adult Mike Hanlon for It, Chapter 2. Say um, it again. Isaiah Mustafa has been cast Ooh. as adult Mike Hanlon. Mustafa. No Chapter 2. No Mustafa, 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 Mustafa. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Mustafa joins the cast, which already includes James McAvoy as Bill, Jessica Chastain as Beverly, Bill Hader as Richie, Jay Ryan as Ben, James Ransone as Eddie, Ed Andy Bean as Uris, and of course the return of Bill Skarsgård. Scar Scar as the clown Pennywise. I'm super excited absolutely, for this. Absolutely a great cast. Yep. Uh, and again, if it's if it's anywhere near as good as the first one was, I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, no, I I, um, I still haven't seen the first one because I'm that guy. Really? Um, 
But you know what? I first, I'm not a big horror fan, though. Watch it with your son. Oh yeah, no. That'll, oh yeah, there you go. That'll that'll ruin my life. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, I just thought I just thought he was getting into the clowns because of the hair. Uh no, no. Oh, okay. No. Misunderstood. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, listen. When when I was his age, if I'd have said to my dad, uh, "Dad, I would like a mohawk and blue hair," he probably would have slapped me. So I see this as yep. progress. Yep, yep. No, I, I, I totally, that. I'm, I'm totally poking fun at something that I actually really appreciate <laughs> about you, OG, and Mrs. OG as parents. Yeah, I mean, you know, he yeah. can have a little bit of fun. It's going into the summer. <laughs> School's almost over. His head. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Let him now. It'll grow back nice and thick. He's got his he's got his mom's hair, not mine, thank God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> HBO has greenlit the uh prequel pilot to Game of Thrones. Um we had heard a couple months ago that this was coming down the pipe. Um I believe it was all but set in stone because Game of Thrones is going to wrap up. Was it next year, right? Uh, I believe it's next year. Yep. Um, and what's going to fill that big old fantasy void? They're going to need something. So a thousand Game of Thrones prequels are currently in the works. The first of the spinoffs, which is the one that they've just greenlit, is scheduled to make a 2020 launch. So it's perfect. It'll come a year after the show itself ends. Um, and, and hopefully it won't stink. And uh, probably not too uh, well. Yeah, who knows what kind of schedule they have for Westworld? I'm, which I'm assuming has got a season three coming. So, yes, uh, I assume hoping has a season three coming. We'll see. I, I'm so far behind. I was wondering. Uh, I haven't seen any of season two. Did you enjoy it? Uh, we have two episodes left um, oh, okay. as of uh, this most recent week. I am utterly in love with it. Um, I know there are a lot of folks that had that struggled with season two very early on. Um, but it's, uh, I, I absolutely love it. I love that the, the, I don't know that I've talked about, uh, my feelings on the, on how I feel they approach the perspectives on the show. I'm, I'm sure I have, uh, how essentially they're putting the audience in the shoes of, uh, specific hosts where season one was the, uh, was us experiencing life as Dolores trying to fit the timelines together. And season two puts us in, I feel puts us in Bernard's shoes, which is much more chaotic, much more crazy, much more frantic and much more desperate to try and make sense of what's going on. And it's astounding. I, uh, every episode gets better than the last. And I, I cannot wait to see what the next two go to. Yeah. Um, I, I am so far behind at this point on, uh, on Westworld that I have just decided that I'm going to wait for it to wrap. And then I'm just going to plow through. I'm going to plow through in like a week, there week and a half. Um, I have no doubt that I will enjoy it. Um, I loved season one so much that I am willing to give it that little bit of a slow jump yep. to get moving. Um, but like I said, I've just fallen so far behind in a lot of TV in general. I just, so, much to, so much to catch up on. I just binged like five episodes of Archer yesterday. I think yesterday. No. Was yesterday Sunday? No, today's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> you really got yeah, a I, on your plate. I am woefully behind on everything because of my circumstance, but eventually I will catch up. Let's uh, let's talk about Archer. Are you are you up to date on Archer? I, uh, we started I watching know Archer. Big Kev obviously is not. Um, I, I, we we uh, we started watching it. We've I don't know. We've four ish, maybe five episodes in. This one's not grabbing me. Uh, um, no, it, it stinks. I'm going to be honest with I, you. I don't know what they're doing. Like, no. I, I don't, I don't get this one. That's at all. the problem. Um, um, there are still like, 
there there's still at least like one laugh an episode. Yeah. Like I but I'm used to or I miss when the entire episode it was a laugh a minute. Oh yeah. And and ever since they started this whole I, the, weird the fucking changing the genres and the settings and and and, and, and supposedly being in 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 Archer's head in a, in this comatose dream world. If is that's what's even happening. confirmed, we don't know if that, uh, that's who confirmed. knows if that what that if that's still a thing that's going on or they're just hey we're taking these characters and, and rebooting them into a new world for shits and giggles. Uh, this particular, I mean, and listen. I, Archer, um, not Archer Vice, what was a uh, Archer Noir? Or what, yeah. What the hell was the one last year? I think it was Noir. Uh, wh- whichever one last year, that worked for me. I got a big kick out of out of most of that season. Uh, this particular one, it, it just it just doesn't it's just not hitting. It's, it's not hitting for me. You know, because because not only have they, not only have they changed the genre <clears throat> uh, of the show each season. But I feel like this last particular season, they've actually really meddled with the um, relationships between the characters. The relationships and the characterizations right? are, like, are especially this season, everybody is just is wildly different from what we have Archer, known them to be for, for all these years now. I think Archer and Pam are the only two that are still sort of steadfast. Yep. Right, Mallory is still sort of Mallory, but the rest of it, it's really just, it's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. Just fucking go back to, go, just, why can't we just go back to them being they, uh, they a, have a, a spy organization? Now, this is the next to last season that's happening right now. Is that I, correct? I'm not sure. I know they have an end in place. I don't know God. if this is the next to last season that we're in right now. Well, good, because then I'll be able to watch any of it. I've never seen a single episode. Yeah. Real? Of no, no Archer for you at all? No, I've never seen it. That's a. I'm surprised by that. Uh, I, you will certainly enjoy at least the uh, the early seasons yeah. in its original format. Uh, Apparently, that's yeah. when it was good. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it dipped and waved here and there. But once they started, once they started with Archer Vice, which happens around season four, four five, four yeah. was the Vice season. That's when it starts to get rickety um, and a little a little yeah, tough. Because but... the first two seasons they were the spy organization. Right. The third season they had to close the business, so they went kind of like freelance. Right. The freelance season ends with Archer getting shot. Right. And then it goes into right then Vice this, this... Noir. And now whatever this is. No, nah, Vice wasn't Vice. Uh, Vice wasn't a Dreamland thing, though, was it? Or no? Yeah, I the Vice remember. was a Dreamland also. Uh, I don't. I don't remember now. Anyway, anyway, anyway. whatever it is. Okay. All right, let's move forward. I saw some sort of prep sheet. There, there was a prep sheet. There it was. Uh, Jeff Loeb is confirmed. Uh, not Jeff Loeb. Is it Jeff Loeb? Yeah, Jeff it's Loeb. Jeff Loeb. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Loeb has confirmed that Iron Fist season two is definitely on the slate. Yes. Uh, for 2018. Oh. Uh. However, there are currently no plans for additional seasons of The Defenders. I like the excuse. The excuse was, do you want to see more Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage, uh, um, Iron Fist, and uh, what's her name? Electra. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Jessica Jones. Yep. Has her own series. Jessica Jones. Do you want to see more of those individual series, or do you want to see Defenders? Because... They can't – apparently they can't do both. They're not ruling out doing more Defenders. They're just saying for schedule considerations, they've chosen to move ahead with a single series now rather than right. doing another right. Defenders right out of the gate. I imagine something we'll see down the line again. They'll, they'll revisit it, but uh, it's just not I, in the so. immediate wheelhouse, I think, well, is what I, we're getting at. I, I, still think, I still think that they need to introduce Moon Knight at some point. I, he just makes sense to be the next character. Necessarily, 
not necessarily in the Defenders or not necessarily in one of those series. He could be a standalone series, but I have a feeling this whole Marvel, Netflix, uh, fragile sort of relationship is probably not going to produce any new series. We'll see. I have a feeling that if if it's going to do something like that, it will probably be when they kind of break away, if you will. All right. I guess I guess we'll have to wait and see. But mm. I'm not upset at the idea of getting an Iron Fist season two. I know Iron Fist season one was not beloved. Um, it was definitely it's the, the least popular. Least of the popular. But um, this, I mean, it, it gives... definitely was the weakest. But I still liked it. I liked where it ended up. Uh, I, and I, I have no opinions. I haven't watched it. But it, for those that are that are that don't like that character, for those that didn't didn't like season one, that don't like the story, you know, a season two gives this this guy a potential chance to redeem this a little bit. Maybe maybe bounce back. We have seen that happen before, where you know, first first venture in something isn't so great, but then they find their footing in the, right. in the second go. And people have to remember oh, that. Remember, remember, Agents of Shield. That's what. No, 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 that's not what happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all. No, no but, not at all. <laughs> but but I'll remember, because some people are like, well, his second chance was Defenders, and he stunk in that, too. And and while I partially, again, disagree with you, what I will say, though, is that Defenders was filming before Iron Fist aired. Right. Which means they had no time to course correct right. for exactly. Defenders. Right. This, it was, it was too Iron late. This is that you're going to want to see. Uh, because if they're going to take any of the criticism of Series 1 and the Defenders and make corrections, now is when that's going to happen. Right. Now. now is when you will see it. So, they filmed concurrently, didn't they? About his costume as well. Like maybe his uh, – maybe we'll be – wasn't there a line at the end of the interview that said something along the lines of, you'll be very pleased with Season 2? In response to questions about the costume. It says, when asked by a fan whether or not Iron Fist would finally get his suit, Loeb responded, you'll be very happy with season two coming later this year. So, yeah, because right now he's just a long-haired hippie with a tattoo on his chest. Uh, (laughs) At least give him the bandana. Something. All right. Uh, Remy Malek and Sam Esmail. Who uh, you may know as the 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 team that uh, puts out Mr. Robot uh, are going to be reteaming for uh, American Rattle, Radical inside the world of an undercover Muslim FBI agent. Um, this is going to be a film for Universal Pictures, um, and uh, I think it's scheduled to come out next year. Um, Anything that Remy Malik is touching at this point, I'm interested in. Oh, yeah. I like Sam Esmail. I love Mr. Robot. Um, I'm excited for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i happy to see Remy Malik play as many roles as he um, can play, that he has passion to play, yep. and wants to play. Because I think he's probably very versatile. And I want to see him do see, all those things. A highly talented person that deserves to work, and I want to see it. Right. This generation's Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He could only what? be so lucky. What's wrong with that analogy? Nothing. Uh, nothing. It just, that's Although Steve Buscemi sense. never carried a TV show. Yes, mm. he did. Why? What Board was the TV Walk show? Empire. Oh, no, you're uh, right. He yep. did carry Boardwalk yeah, Empire. Yeah, yeah. All right. My bad. My bad. But see, that's not TV. That's HBO. That's right. Oh. Oh, it is TV, sir. <laughs> but in that regard, Mr. Robot isn't network. Even though it's USA, it's not really network. 
I mean, it's that that that's that is a different vibe than network. <laughs> network would never let them do an entire episode without taking a single commercial break or a cut of the camera. Mm. True. So. And- I have to say, too, I haven't had a chance to comment on this. That Bohemian Rhapsody trailer is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It looks amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. I'm I'm super excited for that. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer is confirmed uh. to reprise his role as Iceman in Top Gun 2, which is uh, currently filming. Um, so that was confirmed via the first day of filming. Uh, this film is scheduled to come out t- July 19th, 2019, so we're a little over a year away. Um, I believe we had read that the synopsis of this was going to be – wasn't it that, that Maverick was going to be like teaching the next generation or He's, something uh, like that? I, my assumption was – I think our assumption was he was the uh, the Michael Ironside yeah, of right. this film basically. Yeah, there, yeah there's something about uh, – it's, it's basically um, – uh, what's that? What's that song? John Henry was a steel driving man. Yeah, you know where it's the men versus the machines, the drones in this case. Right. It's going to be an argument for live pilots versus drones. All right. Look, okay. I mean that's a that's a viable story. I uh, yeah. to see Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise work side by side again. If they can recapture some of the chemistry that they had in the original Top Gun, uh, uh, I'd wait, be interested. Guys, hold on, I'm getting a message just now. Uh, this just in. Anthony Edwards uh, will be returning as the ghost of Goose. <laughs> nice. In well, the movie. All shimmery and blue. Will they, will they be playing somewhere over the rainbow? <laughs> will they be playing somewhere over the rainbow, Big Kev? While, while he, oh, wait. While he... Hold on. Hold on. This just in. Kelly McGillis uh, not cast in the remake of the movie. That's right. Not appearing in the – I'm just getting a message now. All right. Nice, nice. I've just received a memo that I'm not seeing this because fuck Val Kilmer. There you go. What did Val Kilmer do? Why, why fuck Val Kilmer? Uh, well, aside from the, the stories that, that have come. Oh, that he's a lunatic. That, that he's a lunatic, but also a, 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 an enormous asshole and a pompous douchebag. Uh, his response to the news about his supposed dear friend, Anthony Bourdain, uh, last weekend was utterly self-serving, utterly way too many words and utterly disgusting and essentially calling Bourdain selfish yeah, and so on. Yeah. A really shitty response. And you know what? Fuck Val Kilmer. Yeah, no, you're right. Fuck I, him. I, I forgot about that. Fuck him. Fuck his comeback. Uh, you know, he, he's, he died with tuberculosis as Doc Holliday. That's the end <laughs> of Val Kilmer for me. Yikes. <laughs> what about, what about his role as the, as the stoner on, uh, what was that HBO series? Uh, about the, the musician, uh, that that was coming up. Oh, I have God, absolutely no idea. I know he was he show. was Jim Morrison. No, 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 no. It was uh, D- the character was the other character was Dylan. Uh, f- Turtle. Dylan. Matt Dylan. What the fuck was that show? Oh, Entourage. Entourage. Did oh, Val Kilmer play like a stoner on that show? I, n- I never watched that show. I have no idea. Did he? And he wasn't so. a singer. He was an actor. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, all right. The, we have the, how Joe Kaczynski directing this uh, for uh, Oblivion is his uh, reuniting with Tom Cruise, but he's also director of Tron Legacy. So there you go. So fuck this movie because he's not doing Tron Three. Because <laughs> wow. of Top That's Gun Disney, Two, not him. You're, I don't care. You're salty today. I am very I salty. Care. All right, one more thing, and then we're going to take our first break. Fuck that. Alrighty. Um, Matthew Vaughn. Actually, two more things. Matthew Vaughn is planning a kick-ass reboot. 
and more <laughs> and more Kingsman movies. Hooray to more Kingsman movies. Sure. I liked both movies. Um, I'm a little bit behind I, on the comic book right now, but I like the comic book. Um, so I'm okay with that. But a kick-ass reboot? Uh, now, isn't there yeah. a new kick-ass comic, though? That yes. is a reboot in of itself that, that right. this so, could possibly draw from. And it's not the same it's not the same person. It is not the same right. person. So if so, if that's the direction they're going to go, then I guess I guess I will retract my sigh. And also a hit girl <laughs> solo movie, right? Wasn't that mentioned in there as well? Yes, that Correct. is in development. Correct. So you know what? And at this point, if it isn't uh whatever her name, Chloe Zates Moretz or whatever it is, yes. they yes. shouldn't do the movie. Wait, Chloe who? Whatever her name is. Moretz, Zates, Moretz. I don't know. She has like three names. Chloe Grace Moretz. There you go. That's it. That one, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I like Zates, though. Because I would I would imagine, I would imagine, is there, is there a hit girl? Is there a hit girl? Is there a hit girl? Chloe Zates Moretz and Heart Gar? There's a hit girl standalone series, oh, but it's, I'm pretty sure that it's a much younger Mindy than, uh, than this movie would portray, if you will. Okay. So I, I, don't, I don't know, know that they could. I mean, maybe with some changes they could do it, but directly, no, I don't think so. All right. I guess. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's yeah. potential there. There's, there's potential. potential there. I, I I I liked the first um, Kick-Ass movie. The second movie was okay. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It right. kind of just was there. It was okay. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I'm an Andy Nyman fan. He's big in uh, amongst magic circles for us too. So uh, I, I'm a little. I, I think I enjoyed that movie more than I probably would have if he, if he wasn't present. Fair enough. I, I'm actually a Dustin Diamond fan. Oh, nice, nice. I just got no. chills thinking about that. No, he is. Um, one last thing before we take our break, Human Big Kev goofy. in particular. Did you hear the news about Jeff Johns and Warner Brothers? No, he has been. He is moving around. He is no longer going to be associated with the books. I think he's primarily just going to be associated with uh, film. That's okay. And no longer making business decisions. He's more. He's he's shifted basically to strictly creative. Yeah, uh, correct. Versus uh, business stuff. And uh, and the the green arrow, not green arrow, green lantern news. Uh, that hit in the wake of that is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is he not develop? He's developing a Green Lantern core film. He is developing the Green Lantern core film directly from his own writing on the uh, on the series from uh, however many years ago that was. Correct. Um, Again, Jeff Johns isn't the problem. No, I agree oh, oh, with yeah. that. No, I agree with that. Suits who keep taking these things away from people. Uh, is the problem. No, I, I... That's what the problem is. I, I agree. I agree with that 100, 100%. Because if Jeff Johns was allowed to make a Green Lantern movie that Jeff Johns wanted to make, it wouldn't have been the first enormous failure in the DC universe. Right. I feel so, like... There's right. that. Well, look, I, I like Jeff Johns. Um, you got to give him credit. He, he, has, he has tried to keep positive and the momentum he is dc's biggest fanboy he is a super talented writer um i think that they should have given him more creative control ages ago yep and i think that that was probably one of their biggest missteps and hopefully this is this is the wake up and they're and they're they're making moves to rectify that and get this thing on track so there you go sure Sure that's gonna happen (laughs) um dare to dream 
so, all right, we are going to take a break. Um, oh. we, ha- we have a big, huge game stuff in the break there. Then we have some trailers and product to wrap up today's show. So um, we, will, we will do all of that now. Of course, those of you in the live um, Instagram room, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, our friend Dave from uh, Down Under just popped in to say hello. Hey. That's great. We love having him and everybody else that's hanging out with us tonight. Our pal Anthony Helmer is in the room. Will is in the room. West Coast Scott is in the room. If you want to get in on the live streams of the show, um, you can join our Patreon account. Party on um, uh, you go to patreon.com backslash BK Geek Stuff to get in on that. And um, I think that's it. So with and that... Hopefully, uh, hopefully coming soon, um, uh, I'll be able to not broadcast from my car. Yes, that would be lovely. And so there'll be actual scenery other than the inside of my rental vehicle. Sweet. Uh, nice. To see. Nice. So that would be fun. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh, with that, uh, Big Kev, we're going to take our first break. Oh. Do you want to do it or should I do it since I'm here? Uh, and with that, OG, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode number 500, the one we're calling No Big Deal. Hey, this is John and Michelle from the Video Game Outsiders on Riotcast. And you're listening to Game Stuff with Coke Logic. Hello, my name is Facebook.com slash Club Soda Kenny. And you're listening to Game Stuff. It's none other than the great Coke Logic. Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Kicking off the week of E3 was Electronic Arts, which sucked. It was the same old shit of Madden and FIFA are the ones that make the money, so here they are again. Needlessly taking up time in the press conference, meanwhile, we don't get gameplay footage of Battlefield V and only getting a mention of the new Star Wars game, Jedi of the Fallen Order, which may or may not be part of the Jedi Knight series, but we don't know because they showed us nothing. With the exclusive rights to put out video games from Disney, EA has put out Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 2. In the same time span that Episode 7, Rogue One, Episode 8, and Solo have been released. What the fuck? But some positives from the EA show were Sea of Solitude, a smaller game from the EA Partners program, which showed a young girl who was so lonely she turned into a shadowy monster. Very much a child's story, but it's got something going for it. Very nice art style in an action platformer. They also announced Unraveled 2, which the first game wasn't all that great, but now it's 100% co-op, so the fun factor is way up. And finally, EA showed off Anthem, or at least they showed what they could. For a game with a February 2019 release date, they certainly showed a lot of early concept art and montage of gameplay, giving the impression that this game isn't very far along at all. And since EA is the company that released Mass Effect Andromeda, knowingly unfinished, knowing they could just take the hit on Metacritic, this has me concerned. In short, I was more excited for Anthem before the EA press conference than after. Probably not the desired effect. Microsoft had a great conference, debuting Halo Infinity, a new game that is not Halo 6, but a new Halo title without a release date. They also showed the side-scrolling platformer Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and Gears 5. Not Gears of War 5, they've now shortened the title, as everyone calls the series Gears anyway. They have their annual car game with Forza 4, new DLC for Cuphead, and the recently delayed Crackdown 3. Besides the Microsoft exclusive, they also debuted new multi-platform titles like Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, 
a new game from the makers of Dark Souls that was only teased before. Also, an endearing venture game from the makers of Life is Strange titled Captain Spirit, the cold depressing action survival game, Metro Exodus, Kingdom Hearts 3, Devil May Cry 5, and the sequel to one of the most underrated games in recent history, Dying Light 2. And they ended the conference with a massive unveiling of Cyberpunk 2077, a game made by the developers of Witcher 3 and All I Want to Think About. Overall, Microsoft had a very strong showing, if you forgive the fact that a lot of games were multi-platform or coming out in 2019. <laughs> Bethesda had a good showing. They're doing something with almost every one of their properties. Wolfenstein has a new standalone expansion where you play as BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters. Doom 2 was announced as Doom Eternal. And Fallout 76 is almost a proper Fallout game, but it's all online. You can play it single player, but it also exists on a server with dozens of other players rebuilding civilization. Or griefing your neighbors and raiding their homes. It looks fantastic. And then they ended the show with two one more things. The official announcement of Starfield, their first new IP in 25 years, and the official announcement of Elder Scrolls VI. Both were just teases, but it was more than EA was willing to give up for Star Wars. <laughs> Ubisoft was pretty good, showing off Just Dance 2019, extremely little of Beyond Good and Evil 2, a new Trials game titled Trials Rising, the Mario Plus Rabbids DLC with Donkey Kong, and their racing game with every type of vehicle, The Crew 2, just to name a few noteworthy games. Their two big titles were Division 2 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Division 2 looks pretty cool. It reminds me that I didn't hate The Division, I just ran out of gameplay after two weeks. Now set in Washington, D.C., and it's looking even grimmer than before. Dare I say it's regained my interest. And finally, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which looks a whole lot like last year's Assassin's Creed Origins, but with Greek mythology. Which is a good thing, because since they took a year off, Ubisoft got their groove back, and that game was amazing. But since it was so nice to take a break from the series, maybe it's a mistake to hammer out another game so soon. Time will tell, but even if it's more of the same in a different setting, that's still pretty good. <laughs> Sony started their conference off with a dude playing the banjo for four fucking minutes. When they finally got to the point, they showed off The Last of Us 2, with the absolute best facial and motion capture I've ever seen. Very cool trailer, I can't wait to play it, day one purchase. But then the conference took a break to move 200 people to another theater. See, the initial theater was just sort of a prop to match the feel of The Last of Us 2. Ten minutes later, the conference resumed. It's the dumbest, most irresponsible ask of any show, and it killed all momentum. I still can't believe they did it. It was abysmal. But then they finally started the show with some new games, and I simmered down. They started with the gorgeous samurai game from Sucker Punch, titled Ghost of Tsushima. Next, they showed a game from Remedy, the makers of Alan Wake and Max Payne, a new game called Control. Then on to the long-awaited Resident Evil 2 remake, which looks fucking awesome. The game even gives you the choice to have a camera behind your shoulder like modern games, or to lock the perspective like the PlayStation 1 original. An intentionally stupid game from the creator of Rick and Morty, titled Trover Saves the Universe, more footage from Kingdom Hearts 3, a CG teaser from Neo 2, the first Neo game was a really cool samurai game, really cool to see that. If I'm going fast, it's because there's a lot of titles. And then the real big hitters, the debut of gameplay footage from the highly anticipated and hardly understood Death Stranding, which seems to be some sort of large backpack simulator. But listen, I barely understood what I was looking at, so I'm not going to attempt to recount what this game is about. Just go watch the trailer. And finally, they ended the show with Spider-Man. There have been many Spider-Man games. 
some of them not so hot, while others set the bar of great expectations. And this new Spider-Man game looks to make all the others irrelevant. The swinging, the action, the combat, everything is so smooth and looks like a CG movie. Truly spectacular. Overall, a great showing from Sony, but it had the same problem as Microsoft, which is most of these games are set for a 2019 release. And I'm more excited about 2018, as this is 2018. <laughs> and finally, Nintendo pressed publish on their YouTube video. There were numerous titles, but in the interest of time, I'll just say Fortnite is available now for the Nintendo Switch for free. After a very long wait, Hollow Knight is on sale in the eShop right now. And Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is coming out December 7th. Yes, the game everyone wanted, Super Smash Bros., was finally revealed. And it looks pretty much like Smash Bros., but, you know, high def and beautiful. So what's this version include that the others had? Everything. Every character from every version of Smash is in this game, including two new characters, Squid Girl from Splatoon and Ridley from Metroid, bringing the total number of playable characters to 65, which does not include the alternate skins and Echo characters. There's an impressive level of attention to detail and loving care that exudes this game. It's really something to behold. Even a person who doesn't like Smash Brothers because it's too button mashy, like me, is interested by this game. Overall, it was a great E3. It wasn't a mind-blowing E3. A mind-blowing E3 would have had Red Dead 2, Borderlands 3, Bayonetta 3, a Demon's Souls remake, or actual footage of Respawn Entertainment's Star Wars Jedi of the Fallen Order. Congratulations on 500 episodes. This is Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Like I said, we uh, we had to make some concessions for uh, how we handle the music for episode 500 today. That's right. So uh, you got some math to do, y'all. But uh, happy 500. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, of course, during the break there, we had um, the extensive uh, game stuff coverage by Coke Logic, covering all of E3. Some great stuff. Very comprehensive. Well, he always does a good job. That Coke Logic. He's a swell fella. He is. Um, also, of course, you heard from our sponsor, Build R2D2, buildr2d2.com. 
You can yeah. uh, check them out online. Like I said, build2d2.com. Uh, it is an awesome uh, build your own R2D2 piece. They have all sorts of cool um, uh, features. Uh, directories and and lights and sounds and moving bits and pieces. It's it's an exciting product. We uh, we encourage you, of course, to check it out. You can go to the link on our website. You can either go to buildr2d2.com or there is a phone number yes, if you'd like to order. Is. That's going to be 877-544-6779. That's right. And you can, um, you can get in on that. So uh, check them out. From the makers of Build Millennium Falcon. Right. Which I noticed is still on the prep sheet as Build Millennium Falcon. Yes. Um, and, of course, the upcoming uh, Build X-Wing. So. No, that's just. So, so. All right. You know, I you know, I went through and made a list of all the jokes that I was, uh, I thought about responding to uh, since I've been away. That was one of them. <laughs> The other one was, you don't want to see me in a grass skirt? Keep it up. (laughs) Don't don't nobody want to see you in a grass skirt. Keep Uh, it up. No one wants to see me in a grass skirt either. Believe me, it really is not a big thing. No one wants to see any of us in a grass skirt. It's true. This is true. Unless unless one of us is sitting in cake. Oh, really? Um, We do have a phone call that I would like to play before we move on to some trailers and product, though. So why don't we do that right quick right now? Okay. Hey, Will says there's no echo this time, but no Big Kev either. Kev, we're playing a thing. You're interrupting the thing from your satellite. I'm telling you what the message says. (laughs) Uh, You ready, Kev? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. This is West Coast Correspondent Scott, or at YMINCA on Twitter. I just wanted to say congratulations, guys, on 500 episodes. It's an amazing accomplishment. I've been listening since the... Very beginning, or at least I've listened to every single episode that's been available. As soon as I heard you guys on Sirius XM, I went and downloaded the whole back catalog, and I've been listening every week ever since. You guys are great. Keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait for another 500 episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Thanks again. Nice. Aw, thank you, Scott. That's a nice little sentiment. Scott is in the room now, too. He's a swell fella. Thanks, Scott. He's on the treadmill at the gym? Yeah, that's what he says. For what? To lose weight? <laughs> How do you get on the sandwich line at the deli? <laughs> a sandwich, Listen, not a gym. He, uh, Scott He's is a, a thin true, man. He is a thin man. Uh, <laughs> Scott is a is a true uh, extension of this show and has been yes, for, for quite some time. And we always appreciate all of his contributions um, and all of his help behind the scenes. Um, and, and to the show itself. And uh, we, we, we thank all of our fans who have stuck with us no matter when you joined, when you started listening to the show. If you're listening to us after a single episode, we thank you. Yeah. Because quite frankly, that's something. You, you tolerate us. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, thank you to everybody, of course, who uh, has continued to tune in. And here's to uh, 10 or 11 more. But let's move forward. <laughs> maybe. 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 Right? Yeah, episodes. Seven more episodes. Episodes, yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did you hear last week's episode where we teased that four ninety nine could potentially just be the final episode? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> All right, a couple of trailers that came out this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, first, we got a trailer for the new Halloween film. Yes. That is coming out uh, this year, I believe, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I think it looks really good. I'm not going to lie. The continuity 
from anything after the second film, by the way. Right, it's they're right. Yeah, yeah. Right, everything. H two O is gone. Oh, uh, all the other iterations that were not the Rob Zombie remakes are all gone. This also eliminates the brother storyline as well, doesn't it? Yes. Interesting. So this wait, literally, as I understand, or potentially it, anyway, this literally picks up for a hundred years after uh, the second movie. I see now. Ah, I thought they. I, I thought they deleted the second film too. I, I thought it was a direct sequel to I, only the first. I thought no. they were keeping the other ones that Jamie Lee Curtis had appeared in. No, H two O and Resurrection. H two O. Oh, does she die in H two O? Oh, okay. well, no, presumably. No, dies. but then she's back in Resurrection, though. Is she? I think she is. I don't remember. So I, I don't know. Either they way, can't hear me in the room. They're saying that would be a that would be on your end, though. I mean, I don't, it's, it's not. I, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? It's not on our end. I don't know. That's, yeah, we got you on this. Side. I mean, we got you on this end. I don't know why they can't hear you on that end. That would be on your end, though, Kev, because... Uh, well, I didn't change anything, so I, that's I, why I'm trying to figure it out, sir. I don't... I don't... Um, I don't. Is know. the crock in some way interfering? I, I, I don't know. But as much as I would love to troubleshoot all of this, um, I'm sorry to the people in the room that you can't hear him. We're going to try to figure that out and see what's going on. But we are going to kind of try to move forward because um, uh, Kev has a schedule. <laughs> so, yes, yep, the Halloween trailer fine. is out. It looks pretty cool. Um, I'm actually excited for it. I think it looks uh, I think it looks good. I'm aboard. I'm yeah. aboard. Oh. Wait, that might be the solution. I left that. My AC was on. That might have been the, might, might have been the problem. Oh so, oh, okay. oh, so maybe they just couldn't hear you over the AC? Yeah. All right. Um that might have been it. I don't know. We got a new uh we got a new uh Predator TV spot uh this past week. Yeah, is what I'm saying. I am so so very the not interested. Predator. I, I Mega Predator looks so hack. It looks hack. I hate it. Yeah, what do you I, I I am not excited for What this are you going to do? It's a it, Predator it, movie. What are you going to do? But I like they Predator. They have to go somewhere else. They have to go somewhere. What are they going to do? But I like the, the first the premise, Predator. The premise is so saturated at this point. They have to do something dumb. It's the law. Okay. So I was almost willing to somehow get on board with Hybrid Predator. Right? We sort of saw that with an alien. I got it. Right. But, but eh. Mega Predator, 10 foot tall or 20 foot tall Mega Predator, however tall that dumb thing is. Yep. Boo. Was, I'm not interested. It was inevitable they would do something stupid because they're out of things to do. That's for what sure. What do you do with that? They come, they hunt, they they take people. Some of them live. Maybe one or two of them survive and blah, blah, blah. It's the same every Listen, single time. But I, the, the only way this is interesting at this point is if you go to the Predator planet or if there's some kind of large-scale war that we're somehow in the middle of something different. Mega I mean, Predator was the easy way out, which they took, and you're, you're getting what you get. I would be happy to see, you know, Predator comes down. Maybe instead of hunting, he goes like, it's all you can eat sushi. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. maybe he yeah. fights. Maybe he fights Archie. You know, there yeah. Oh, yeah. are some options oh, there. Love to see, I'd love to see the Predator tear through that terrible uh, Riverdale show. I'll, I'll take any of those options over any that involve Olivia Munn. Exactly. 
So oh, is Olivia Munn in this one? She, Unfortunately, oh, she is. She phony. sure is. Complete right. and utter phony. All right. <laughs> so last trailer and then uh, some product. The full Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse trailer dropped this week as well. Of course, yes, this it is did. the uh, animated Spider-Man movie that's going to introduce us to Miles Morales. Uh, Peter Parker, of course, is in it. Via the trailer, we get our first look at Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're really opening up the Spider-Verse and all of its glory. A little bit of everything in Question there. Question mark? Um, so, I mean, I think the trailer looks really good. Um, it, it looks phenomenal. The art style is just utterly stunning. I oh, love absolutely. it. Absolutely. Did love they what show done. Peter Porker? <laughs> no, they did not show Peter Porker. See, now that's when you know they're going deep into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Look, I would be I would be happy for Peter Porker. That would be pretty awesome. Yep. Um, he's Did getting a figure, the, right? The picture I sent you, Yeah, okay? he's getting a figure in the Legends line, right? Nice. Yeah, I'm excited that's for that. huge. I know. Uh, the film is being directed by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Um, oh. It's also, it's going to give us... get fired from it. Yeah, it's going to give us the voice uh, talent of Shamik Moore, star of The Get Down and Dope. Uh, as well as Lee Schreiber as Kingpin, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali as Uncle Aaron, Bren Tyree, Henry, uh, oh, Brian Tyree uh, as Father Jefferson, Luna Lauren Velez as Miles' mother Rio, Lily Tomlin as Aunt May, Haley Steinfeld as Spider Gwen, and Jake Johnson as Peter Parker. So, yeah, it's got a pretty banging cast. Haley Steinfeld uh, really breaking out in the geek fair. So yeah. we got we got her in Bumblebee. Yeah. She's popping up in this next. Good for her. Good for her, man. Um, she, I, 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 it's a shame. I feel like we don't see her work as much, and she utterly d- just blew me away in True Grit. Uh, that's because, how many ages ago that was? Her, that's because she is a recording artist now. As in uh, singing, recording? Yes. Look uh, it up. I she has not aware at of least one, possibly two albums out. Oh, well, good for her. I'll, I'd rather see her act. But yeah. <laughs> All right. I have some product. Do you have anything else, PK, before we move on to product? Uh, I uh, I can't think of anything. Hey, Kev, you still there? I'm still here. Yes, my uh, okay. my phone is not still here. It is overheated. Oh, uh, yeah. We know. We noticed your video feed froze up. All right. So, so for those of you in still the got you, chat room, uh, Big Kev's phone uh, caught on fire. Um, it was hit by hot lava. And not, not, uh, none of those things. And, Just uh, in the sun. That's all. <laughs> and uh, so we, we lost Big Kev. I apologize. Um, we're going to do some product right though. Here. And uh, only in the, we only lost Big Kev in the Instagram room, not on the show feed. Um, so uh, some product. Oh, actually, Big Kev, I'm sorry. Do you have anything else that you want to chime in before we jump to product? No, 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 no. Let's move on. All right. So a uh, longtime friend and listener of the show, Zach Gilongo. I got it right, Zach. Nope. I mean, oh. he, he wrote it phonetically for me nice. on, on his little note because I historically fuck it up. Smart. Um, yeah. Smart man. But uh, Zach is good people. He's done the show with us before at New York Comic Con. We've reviewed um, several of the books that he's worked on, whether it, uh, he did an Ewoks book um, graphic novel that we talked about. He had a creator-owned title. And I, I, I apologize, but I, I am forgetting the name again. Um, but we talked about that on the show. Um, I ran into him at San Diego last year, uh, online for the men's room, of all places. Ah. Um, which is really a feat good, at San Diego. Good panel in there, huh? Yeah, good panel. And uh, 
He was telling I'm me back. He, he, excellent. Well, he was telling me about these uh, books that he was working on. He was really excited about them. I said I wanted to check them out, and he was kind enough to send me a couple of them. So I wanted to talk to you about them and let you know that you can go pick them up. These are both um, put out by Disney Press. Uh, one is Disney Press. The other one is Disney Lucasfilm Press. It oh. is DuckTales Doodles and Star Wars Doodles. And they are um, they're coloring books. But they're, you know, coloring books with like little, you know, little captions and, and, and stories to go along and I know they can't see that in the Insta room. Maybe you want to hold that closer to them if they want yeah, to see it. Do that. But, um, yeah, these are really great. Zach uh, worked on these books. Written and illustrated by Zach Gialongo. Um, so, yeah, you could, you, could, you could check them out. The artwork is awesome. I, I love Zach's art. Um, I love his, his writing style as well. Um, I'm pretty excited to have both of these. You can check them out wherever you pick up uh, all of your favorite books. I'm sure um, Amazon has them. So why don't you go over to that Amazon associate link over on our website uh, and then do a search for Star Wars doodles and DuckTail doodles and uh, pick them up. Support the show. Support Zach. Thank you again. Um, I Star Wars doodles. It's cute, man. I like the DuckTales doodles, man. I like his style. I like his stylization. Um, it's back to the PK. Yeah, I just caught that. It's all right. <laughs> but you uh, get the picture. Here's, but, here's oh, backwards job. Yeah, you, you, you get the picture. I get what you did there. But uh, yeah, no, they're really awesome books. Like I said, Zach does some great work. Um, check him out. You can follow him on Instagram. I believe he is. Oh God, hold on. I'm gonna look it up. Solo I... look like Clint Eastwood as Solo. <laughs> A little yeah. bit. Uh, let's see, Zach. Oh, and he, yeah, you can draw Obi Wan Kenobi's beard. Wow. That looks like Mr. Incredible's chin. It, it does, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to find some Vader in here to show you. Well, you're going to have to... Uh, oh, you can... I well, have to get the book to see the full content. Yeah, because this is actually what you have to draw on Vader is pretty awesome. So I'm going to leave that as a spoiler reveal for the people who get the book. Oh. Zach. Z-A-C-K-U-L-E-S. That's Zach's Instagram account. Check him out. Um, give him some love and support. Pick up the book. Support us and support him. Thank you again. He's a longtime listener and friend of the show. And um, I, I think that's it. Is that uh, do we have? Uh, that, was that really it? I think that I know. This is like our shortest show Seriously. in a long time. I, I'm, well, I'm look. There were complications. Hopefully, we'll get over them next week, and you know, we'll be back to long form. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm. Should I hit? The, I'm literally hitting the button, but I guess it's time, huh? No, you, you can. I'm gonna hit the button. Hit the button. Do it. There's the button. So, thank you again to everybody for making 500 episodes of this show possible. Thank you to all of our listeners and all of our fans, all of the people who continue to support us. Of course, uh, thank you to all of the producers who have come and gone, um, who uh, no longer participate in the show. But you (laughs) did help build this show and make this show what it is. Of course, thank you to PK for filling into that role. Um, I'm glad I've, I've been here for 500. This is my last show. You're uh, I'm I'm leaving just for uh, uh, on a jet plane. Turks and Caicos. Just, <laughs> just please don't take the computer. That's all I ask. Just have to wire them in. That's yeah, all. That's all. Two things: don't take the computer and don't overflow my house some way and flood anything out. I would be yeah. really upset. Yeah, no. you don't want to have that happen. No, um, no, no, no. 
thank you to all of the people who continue to support us on uh, Patreon, patreon.com backslash BKGeekStuff. Thank you to Uncle E-Rock um, for helping get this set up with Big Kev. Uh, set up impossible. He donated some hardware and his time to help make this possible. You can check out his podcast. Yeah. It's Eric Nagel. Um, I recommend giving that show a listen as well. And uh, thank you to everybody yep. else uh, who Eric has continued Nagel to help. Two doofuses on that program. Actually, there are three doofuses on that program. Sorry, right. my fault. Uh, three I- doofuses. I'm Doofus One, uh, Gittles is Doofus Two, and our third producer, Z- uh, Trevs and Devs, or Trevor, is uh, produ- uh, Doofus Three. So, so oh, check that out. That now? Yeah, so so ah. check that out. Um, it's a lot of fun over there as well. We don't talk about so much geek stuff. That's a lot of bit of everything. But uh, but yeah, so thank you to everybody. Don't forget you can find us online, bkgeekstuff.com, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. You can find me on social media. I'm at geekstuffog across all of those platforms and geekstuffog on the PlayStation Network as well. I am. I am oh. oh, I'm sorry. No, no, by all means, please. I'm second, sir. Yes, you are. In the, the way that we do this. Uh, I am Big Kev GS on the Xbox Network. If I ever get back on there, and I'm BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. I think. And I am K Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me on the PlayStation Network as Flick Dude. That works. So with that, Big Kev, with that OG, we will bring this 500th episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. In a brand new way for 500 by saying aloha. And on that note, we cue the music. Went out walking through the wood the other day, and the world was a carpet laid there for me. The birds were busting, and the air smells sweet and strange. Seem about hundred years ago Jerry and I we were set up on the gates just gazing at some dragon in the sky what tender days we had no secrets in the way